Hi guys, this is Abna. Welcome to Books with Abna. For so long, there have been white or western book influencers telling us which books are worth our time and attention. It is satisfying to see that Bookstagram is increasingly becoming diverse with black and African bookstagrammers who are creating content and celebrating black and African literature. On today's episode, my guest and I will be discussing why Bookstagram is important. Here with me today are Benedicta at Beneri. Bene is a book influencer. She loves reading historical and contemporary fiction. There's J- read by Jaifa. Jaifa is a Ghanaian book influencer and an emerging booktuber. She loves dancing and singing. And there's Nasiba at Kakarang. Kakarang is a Ghanaian book critic. She's a floating human. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay, so Bene, tell us, why Bookstagram? How did you find Bookstagram and how did you become a Bookstagrammer? I think one day while surfing the internet or browsing to books Instagram, I follow Amofa the model. So she used the hashtag, hashtag Bookstar. Okay. And then, so I tapped on the hashtag and then I realized that there was a community of book uh, book lovers. And so I decided to scroll through and look for African bookstagrammers or bookstagrammers of color. But I realized that they were not a lot. They were very white bookstagrammers. So I decided to join Bookstagram and start blogging about. How many years has this been? Months? A year and I think I'll be two years in May. Wow. Wow. Nasiba, tell us. How did you find Bookstagram? Um, for me, I think I I stumbled on it. I I used to do um book reviews on my personal page, and somehow I I just stumbled on it on the feeds, and I decided to create my own page and start. Right. How many blogging. years has it been? To well, um, to say how many years? First, it's been about two years on my own personal right. page. I've done on Twitter two, so say two and a half, three. But my book Instagram page is just a year old, a year and some few months. Wow, Jaifa, tell us how did you find Bookstagram? Like Bene and Nasiba, the same thing. I was going through Instagram and I saw a particular page that I really liked, and I was like, okay, so this is actually this actually exists. And so I saw it and it inspired me. And before that, I wanted my Instagram page to be a, a kind of something that isn't like I don't know is beneficial to someone else. Okay. I didn't want to just stand post post and then take a picture and come and post. Right. So I just decided to do that. But did any of you switch your personal account to Bookstagram or was just you started out as Bookstagrammers? I I, I switched. You switched your yeah. JFA. I didn't. Okay. I you, started. You started. Yeah. Okay. So, Jaifa, tell us, how do you get your books to create your content? Myself. My pocket. <laughs> I get my own money to buy them. <laughs> Let's just say, roughly, how much do you spend in a month? Because we can't do... In if a year. 100% is my budget, I use like 95% to buy them. Wow. Yeah. How do you eat? The father feature. Right. Okay. I, I guess... I get a little something from my dad as well. So. Okay, so Bene, 
let's go to publishing and bookstagram tell us your experience requesting books from publishers my experience requesting books from publishers has not been exciting there's nothing to write home about because most of them won't reply your emails even if they do they'll tell you they won't they don't ship to ghana mm-hmm. or the african continent and despite african bookstagrammers contributing to the literary space we are not really recognized in the publishing by the publishing houses so i think moving forward i think as an african african countries we have to put structures in place so that these people will know that like you know there are people on the continent who read and they can also they should be able to send us review copies or acts or engage our service but so tell us how let's put this in percentage about how many how much of your books are bought and how much of them did you get from the publishers I think it would be 60 to 40. You buy 60% of your books? And then I get 40%. The thing is, I had, when I joined Bookstagram, there Mm -hmm. was a lady that was very nice to me. So she sent my details to publishers and she used to take the books on my behalf. And then she finds a way of getting it to Ghana. But then she stopped Bookstagram because she said the whole space is very stifling. Yeah. So she she just left. And then since then, I haven't received books aside the Ghanaian the local authors who just own voices and then they give you a copy and they tell you like in exchange for an honest review so that's how it has been so I buy 60% and then I get 40% yearly how many emails do you send let's just say in a month let's make it monthly honestly people do that on my behalf I don't send (laughs) the ones I've sent I never got a response that was we are all aware aware of it so I never got a response so I stopped sending emails because it was a waste of time. At the end of the day, you're still going to get there. No, we don't ship to Africa. No, we don't bring to Africa or something. So I stopped. So yeah. Okay. So Nasiba, after all your experience, you said you've had two and a half years on Bookstagram. Do you think what African Bookstagrammers are doing on Instagram matters? Yes, I think it matters. Every little effort matters. It's important because um, African Bookstagrammers are taking up space. And as for the visibility, you know, Bernard already mentioned that um, publishers will tell you that we don't ship to Africa. And I think that even beyond that, it's just because they, they think or they don't recognize African bookstagrammers because even Instagram itself is white dominated. It's a white dominated place. And so they they look out for it's there's a whole sort of racism in it. And so it's important that um, African Bookstagrammers keep creating content, every little effort, just put it out there. And um, who knows, Benes' next um, email may just get a response. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But... Uh, do you have experience requesting for books yourself or you don't? No, I don't try at all Absolutely. because I don't do well with rejection. I don't try. I like to buy my books. And um, and that's because also beyond that, I don't want to be indebted. I don't want to feel like I have to be subtle in my review to a publishing right, house right. just because you gave me a book or because I know I'll come back to you. So I want right. to buy the book right. and do the review. So I'll move to Jaifa. Um Jaifa, you know, it's it's very funny. I think I wrote this article a year ago stating that the Western publishers continually ignore us, even if the stories are about African experiences. But I, I think my question would be, why do you think we are being ignored? Why do you think that what we do on Bookstagram doesn't matter to them? We are not their targets. As easy as that. We are not their target market. They want to sell their books as fast as possible right and on a large scale 
So if you are bringing it to Africa, we have very few people who read and we have very few people who don't read, yes. So that affects us as well. But then I, I have an example though. There is um The Sex Life of African Women by Nana Dakwa Sechiyama and she brought her books here first even before it was published in the UK, in the US, yes. and every other places. And Ghanaians, we see every bookstagrammer, every household, everybody got a copy of that book. And the book was expensive, and we still bought it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we made the market for them. The thing is, the way the whites, let me put the Westerns, react to pop, uh, react to buying of books as different is different from us. Yeah. You know, they can go and queue in a long line, like what I mean said. They can go and queue for just a book that is being published on that day. We wouldn't do that. We'll wait for the hype to die down. Some will buy during the hype and all that. So right. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of the queues at the bookstore in the UK and the US. Yeah. I mean, when the book is, is published today and there's a queue and everything. But Ghanaians, we're a bit laid back when it comes to exactly. purchasing books we like to hear recommendations from our friends from people telling us oh go and buy this book i think it's a great book so maybe i understand where you're coming from and um, with nana dakwa's case it's peculiar because nana dakwa had already started a blog so had a following she um started um making noise about the book even before it came out and it's something that um we're all interested in and i People will buy because she's Ghanaian. We are interested in sex lives. We are all interested and we bought the book. It wasn't cheap, you know. Even some people have still not bought the book. But I think that in addition to what Jaifa said about them ignoring us, even beyond the fact that um, Nana Dakwa did bought the books and then maybe because she had m- made some decisions or had a say in it. Beyond that, there's an issue of access. Okay, for example, um, butter honey big bread. We love butter honey pig bread. Everyone loves butter honey pig bread, but butter honey pig bread was sold for 180 cities. That's expensive. That's expensive. How many people could afford 180 cities? That's about like two or maybe three, three books, books you can even extra. buy for 180 yeah. cities. Because, and J5 said people queue and buy the books, like they get like a lot of sales. If you check on Amazon, they can be selling a book for like $9. How much yeah. is nine dollars in Ghana cities? It's still yeah. a lot of money. It's still a lot of money. Like, and it's because the truth is they don't care about us. Even if you can afford, they don't care about you. Yeah. It's your first, you're not their target. And it's it's even beyond. And if they if you were their target, they will make it accessible for yeah, you. True. People ship true. things to Ghana. So you're not able to ship a book to Ghana. It's not an excuse. Right. Anything else you'll be able to. So there's an issue of access. And it's intentionally denying it, denying people from accessing it. If you want people to access it, you make people. Chimamanda wants people to access her books. So she's Nigerians access her books right. very cheap. Right, right. So if right. you want people to access your book, if publishing house wants uh, um, um, African uh, people to access books that they they publish, they will make it accessible. Bene. I think yeah. Yeah, and I I think we should also stop spinning this narrative that we are not their targets. Ma- 
market. Who are they writing for? The African stories they are writing, isn't it about us? It's having to be the people exactly. they are writing for. So if you are not the target audience, why are you telling our stories to the white people? For what? They are not going to appreciate the, the story you are writing. They right. are just going to read it and just for entertainment or something. But as Africans, we are going to read it and better give it like the critique it, the deserves. Critique it deserves. So yeah. I think we should also stop spinning that narrative that we are not their target audience. They just don't want to give us the book or exactly. bring it to Africa. It's intentional. Okay, it's intentional. I think it's please go ahead. I understand, Benny. Right. Yes, it's intentional. But then every publishing house wants what? Make profit. At the yes. end of the day. Yes. So we are not their target market. But then I'm using the yeah. Nana Dakwa as an example. At the yes, end of the day, that, it's that from Ghanaian Bookstagram. Before it went to all these UK, you, US, yes, everywhere. We, we started from it here. Her case or her book is how special. special is her book? How special is her book? She started it from here. Is it more no, special it than her book? She started Wait, from here. You guys are... How many Ghanaian stories do you have in sex lives of African women? If she started it from here, how many Ghanaian women stories audience. So you mean target audience has to do with sales? Like that's that's the narrative I think you guys are for a publishing house. Marketing yes. is the yes. I mean sales and marketing is the So you mean when they bring their books to Ghana, we don't buy. No, they don't bring it because they don't want to sell it. They're not even bringing it for you to get and buy. That's the other thing. But they are telling you that you are not making enough profit for them yes. to bring it here to even buy. That's what they are trying also, to Also, there's the you. issue of yeah. they trying to um miss um will I say um miss narrate Ghan- uh, um African Africa. stories because if African bookstagrammers if books are accessible to African bookstagrammers they read more of the books. They realize the loopholes. There are lots of books. They critique the book because there are are lots of books that we've realized that no, you've never even been to Africa but you're saying wrong things about Africa. It doesn't even exist. Like, you are literally lying in a book that is making sales in the UK. You are literally lying to a book that if you look at the, if you look at Bookstagram, that's not even the African Bookstagram parts. If you look at Bookstagrammers that are white, 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 white dominated part of Bookstagram, they hype these books. Like, you think that the book is all that if you haven't read that book you'd be forced to read those books but if you read those books very go and look at it you'll be really shocked at the kind of reason yeah. because i think it's all glowing it's all good <laughs> but you're looking at it and you're saying you are mistelling my story true, you are not telling true, my story the true, way it should be told true. and that's it because they have a certain narrative they must push the narrative that they want true. so we are not supposed to access the book so we don't come out at them don't come at them and don't come at their editors right. for doing the wrong thing right. because you have to do your research. But, but I want to go to Bennett. Bennett, moving forward, I would say that how would Bookstagram be used to transform the African literary space? I think Bookstagram, African Bookstagrammers are already transforming mm-hmm. the African literary space. Yeah. We've, we've, we've moved from individual accounts to sharing reviews. We are now creating micro-communities yeah. and amplifying African literature, literature in our own little corners. So I think moving forward, what we can do is if we should be each other's keeper, yeah. if we have a micro-community of African Bookstagrammers mm-hmm. and there's a book about African people, publishing houses can should collaborate with African Bookstagrammers right. to give it a better assess, give better assessment of that particular book. If it's about Asian people, give own voices to Asian people so that they better they give it a better yeah. critique or better appreciation so that the book will sell. Don't just look for white people. You are writing about Asians and you are giving the book to white people. How would they give it a critical? But Bennett, this this issue. Now, let's take it from Western publishers and bring it to our local publishers here. 
there are publishers in Nigeria, in Ghana, and I'm sure when you request for books for them, they still don't send it to you, and you are yes. right here. Mm-hmm. We are all here in this yeah. our Africa. Now, my issue is, why are we still being ignored by our own people who are telling our own stories and sending it? And this is not, I have a very big example. There was this book that came that I saw it on Bookstagram and it was being published in Nigeria. And I can tell you that when I requested, my email is still unanswered. Two years. I don't know if it's two years. <laughs> I, <don't answer. laughs> I don't know. But the, the issue is that I saw the white books that were missed. Get this book. Caribbeans and all these people who were in all these parts of the world get this book. And here, I was here and I didn't get a copy. So my issue is that what are we supposed to do about the publishers who are here and are ignoring us? What yeah. do we do? I think locally there's a challenge. There's there's a challenge. They don't even recognize the fact it's, that you are doing anything. It's for not them. that they don't recognize the fact that you are doing anything. They see. Do you think <laughs> I don't want to name anybody? So do you think they didn't? They see. They see these publishers read your reviews. They see what they you share do. your reviews. I, I, yes. They share the photos sh- and the reviews. Yes, they yes, share the they photos share and the reviews a lot. They, they say thank do. you to you. They the put thing it is, on their stories. They don't want to go the extra mile to like because. African publishers. Let's be, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. Publishing in Ghana is in the dumpster. Like, we don't really have a lot of thriving publishing houses. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we did have, a, like, look at South Africa, for example. We have Jonathan yeah. Publication. We have, mm-hmm. so they get to get right for a book and then produce it. And then it's more cheaper for the, for the, the locals. Mm-hmm. But here's the case. There's Nigeria. There's the issue of the border. There's the shipping thing. So shipping books across border is, we also have to consider the taxes they have to pay and all those things. So I think that's also one of the challenges. And the thing is, they are, just as you said, they want to make sales. So if I'm sending you one book, one book costs like let's say three thousand naira, and then I have to send you one book and I'm paying, paying almost seven thousand naira exactly. for that book, why not just keep it and make sales in Nigeria right, then? I so, get you. Jeffa, you wanted to. She's actually said what I wanted to say at the last part. So <laughs> I think locally, I think that ultimately it's maybe is the end goal really because why are you like first of all why do you think it's even necessary to give this book to the bookstagrammer it's, it's not because you intend to even sort of make sales for her maybe some because some this publishing houses sometimes it's like they want perspectives about the book it's mm-hmm. what you say about the book they just want to know if they appreciate or maybe things that they could better so and ultimately, it's why they are giving you this book. Also, I feel like, I don't know that, maybe it's agreement between the authors and no, the publishing I, for houses. For me, this too. is what I actually but, think. I think that African publishing houses don't have enough funds. We They, they, they are not even making enough profit yeah. to draw up a marketing and promotion strategy, strategy to add you to it. Because most of the books are for, franchised. For, and honestly, for the African books, book publishing houses, I could say that they are struggling. So marketing yes. and promotion is non-existent. Yes. It doesn't exist in their day-to-day the activities. activities. It's a sales that mm-hmm. is it's, it's for them. So I understand them if they say, but then it's high time they recognize what we do and the, uh, what we can do to help them achieve sales at the end of the day. I think there are alternative routes they can take. For example, people travel across Ghana and Nigeria all oh, the time. So just give it to just, somebody going yes, in and out. Don't and then they the travel to Ghana to do programs? To do literary festivals. festivals please, let's start with So them. you can use those opportunities to just bring whatever you want to bring. And bring, then share, share to, to the people that you okay. want to share to. 
I think that's an alternative route, but if not, wow. Also, it's cheaper when you send a lot of books. The borders are open. But Nasiba, have you been paid? Bookstagram has Bookstagram paid you? No, and I'll explain. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> thank you it's different from being paid right if you give me a book and say read it and give me an honest review you have not paid me mm-hmm. if you give me a book and then you you see you you probably add say a bottle of wine and say oh thank you for um agreeing to do this for me you have not paid me. Right. What's what the payment here is? I will need you to review this book for me. Here How much? This, what right. are your charges? We come to a consensus and you pay me. Right. That's payment. But do you think Bookstagram should be paid? Yes, I think Bookstagram should why? be paid. And this is why. Bookstagrammers make a lot of sales for publishing houses. Mm. I'm not even lying. This um there are some books, for example, we can even talk oh, about sex lives. Of African, African women, women. bookstagrammers will post people who went by it. His only wife, peace. That yeah. season, I don't even know. January, who not... January, January twenty twenty one. Asin, the who didn't make noise about that? You, look, <laughs> look, right. people. There was a long list. You write your name and they'll order it and it'll come. And the next day you go and say, oh, it's finished. Write your name again. Again. Because people are talking about the books. Because we influence the sales of books. Right. You can ignore it. That's no mean it does not exist. True. People buy books. And and that's why um, you have people saying, uh, um, bringing a sort of critiquing bookstagram and saying that, oh, your reviews are not complete. It's because you are reading them. That's why you are seeing that. Um, I, I, my reviews are not complete. Or you said this book was not good and but then it became... I think my question would be that if I get to pay you for an honest review, mm-hmm. wouldn't that water down your... Like, wouldn't it pay or bribe your critique? Like, now you cannot be totally honest. If the book was bad... I paid you. You cannot even come and say the book was bad. I've been no, I've those on no. the New Yorkers, those who write review for New York news. Times. Aren't they paid? They are paid. Yeah, they are. But, but they still. Bad but no, no, they write no. what they want to write. No, you, but I've been then you've actually here. not read. When you paid for my review, you did not pay for. There are two Wait, things. You didn't on. pay for good reviews. Nasiba, no. paid Wait, for a on. review. Are they paying you for content creation or they are paying you for reviews? Draw the line for me. Well, it depends on what you are coming for, but none. Anyway, I don't know if there's because they, they, they are, if you are paying me, people, you are paying people, me for yeah, people are being paid for content no, but people creation. come and pay chocolates. That's what it depends on their agreement. Yeah. Maybe I'm selling my book, I want people to buy it, so they pay you for con- that one. You are it's content creation, right? You to make the book I mean, if you are paying me for content creation, I can do that, but for honest uh, review, I can't, but be. for review, so there's there's there are two things okay. if it's content creation, the book will look good. People do have rate cards and things for different things if you mm-hmm. want content creation this is my rate if you want a review this is my rate if you want this this is my rate so people are being paid for various re- even just to post on your stories and people are being paid yes. for yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. i think i mean and if you go there shamal and do instagram live twitter spaces people yes. get paid for all these you, things it's yes. all part but of content if, creation I'm yeah. but the thing is you see bookstagram bookstagram was formed on there the whole thing is you give me a free book and then i give you a review yes. so these publishers have it in mind that that's how it started now you can't just come and come and tell me but that books don't pay want... the bill 
Exactly. So hey, book is not if, data to buy. You want, it's not yeah, your data. I mean, it's not that's your... why I'll not come and beg you. You will find me, then I'll tell you that yeah, if so you want if, me to do it, this is how much I'll charge. For you. a book in exchange for a review, it's up to you, the reviewer, to choose yes. whether to create content around that's the that's the that is thing we've not established. It's mm-hmm. up to you to choose to I've been given a book to read and I've written my review for the art. I never posted it on my page. So this is what I think. I mean, after all this discussion and everything that has happened here, it was really a good discussion. I'd say that in closing, I think that African book influencers are instrumental to the publishing industry, especially in stories that tell the African experiences. African book influencers are what I personally call the new voices in our literary spaces because we are making and creating changes for people, the millions of people who use Bookstagram. I cannot emphasize this enough. This is why I think that publishers should recognize the influence that Bookstagrammers have and try and use it in order to make sales at the end of the day. I think for me, this is the best way to go. Come through us to the normal people who are on social media. But I'd like to ask Benen, Asiba, Jaifa, what are your, let's, let's just wrap up this conversation. Let's start with you, Nasiba why i mean today we discuss why africans or africans are very important on bookstagram right now it's you know like these things don't don't ever end you're always taking out of the party right all the time it never ends but for me for me my reviewing is political my book choices are political me not going to a publisher to ask for a book is political wow okay because i will do my reviews and you will find me and you will pay me right because um you know like you getting ignored and all of those things me my body can't take rejection <laughs> especially <laughs> from a white supremacist i can't do i cannot do i love the book i would ask on instagram but that's how far I'll go. Okay. Unless I get somebody like Bennett to be writing the emails. Right. <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> your closing remarks. Um, I'll do what I want. I'll do what I love to do on my bookstagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll write my reviews. If you want to give me a book, that's fine. I'm going to take it. If you want to pay me, that's fine. I'm going to take it. But don't expect me to um sweet talk the oh, review yes. for you. Oh, yes. I'm not going to do that. Right, if yes. it's bad, I'm going to say it's bad. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bene? Um, for me, I think me, I've always been... Bene said she's not sending any more authentic. emails. Yeah. yeah. So I think whether you give me a free book or you pay me, I'm still going to say what I have, I have to, to say. Yeah. I'm not going to water down my review just because I still want free because I can actually buy the book. It's mm-hmm. 50 cents. At most hundred cents. Butter honey pig birds set the standard. At, yeah, at most hundred and eighty. Still we the can... first woman by Jennifer, whatever. It was it also was so expensive. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we will still buy. So regardless. We will still support African writers. True. Yeah. We don't my page hope, is for African writers. Yeah, I hope it's that these African authors also can put pressure on their the, publishing houses to, to also look at African content creators, book influencers, right. booktubers, yes. who are contributing to amplifying their books to also right. get the opportunities the Westerners are also getting. So, yeah. Okay. 
Thank you so much, um, Bene, Nasiba, and Jaifa for joining me today. Yes. I am so, so glad you were able to <laughs> make time. Thank you for having us and having me. Follow us on, follow me. So, at, yes. yeah, please follow them on their social media. Yes, for, yes. And Nasiba is Ka at Kakarang. Kakarang. And I know you're going to have problems finding Kakaran. If you find Benerit, you find Kakaran. Okay. K-A underscore K-A-R-A-N-G. For Jaifa, is read by Jaifa. And then for... Yeah. It's read by underscore Jaifa. And then for Bene, it's Benet.Sweet. So on Instagram and on Twitter. Yes. yes. So I have a few shoutouts. I would first of all start with the Gold Coast Report. Thank you so much for pairing this podcast. Shout out to my producer. He's sitting right here. Jeffrey Oreku Sapong. Shout out to Kokumi for my theme music. I mean, the song is really amazing. And then a big shout out to you for listening. Um, to catch all previous episodes of this podcast and listen to the subsequent ones, follow GCR on Instagram at The Gold Coast Report and Twitter at GCR Labs. You can also follow me at Bukesh Abna on Instagram and Abna Marion on Twitter. Catch you on the next episode. Until then, bye.